Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. My name is Blue. Alongside of me is the world famous Pot Brothers at Law and Mr. Joe Grande. And you are now tuned in to the coolest cats in cannabis. Now, yeah. hey, I think anywhere, man, not just cannabis. Don't let, don't limit us. And you know, it's, it is 2021 and I'm feeling COVID free. I feel like it's all going to just disappear in six more months. <laughs> well, you're feeling COVID free, but you still got on that COVID free 20 pounds that you put on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah, still trying to, I'm fighting it guys. I'm fighting it over here. It's not funny. It's not funny. I mean, it's, it's not funny when people keep walking in and going, Hey, what's up, Joe Grande. And they're yeah. looking straight at you. <laughs> looking at me. Everybody thinks I'm Joe Grande. It's funny. It is, it isn't, and it's sad that um, we both joke about it. I'm like, damn, dog, that's when you know it's bad, Blue, because when the Latinos gain weight, you're going to look like the bigger well, one. Yeah, but that's that's actually me. a compliment to you, Joe. It means you're getting thinner. You know or, what? I take or, it. Or more popular shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll take that, it. too. Either one, uh, it's always a good thing. Joe, let us know what's going down on the show today, boss. Well, thank you guys all, of course, for listening to the podcast. Happy New Year. One more again. It's good to have you, Blue, back on the podcast. And I hope those who have listened enjoyed a few of those special episodes that we laid out there for you guys during the new year just to get a chance to uh, know us a little better. And, uh, Blue, that being said, we definitely want to do a podcast of how you met your wife, Chelsea, as we played a, a, an old podcast that Mark and I recorded as a special edition of how Mark met Janet, how Joe met Chanel. And now we want to definitely hear one day soon, how blue met Chelsea. Let's do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do it all right now, but we'll get to that. But uh, we, we definitely have some cannabis news for you guys. And I want to start it off. I know Mark, you have some stuff and I'm sure blue, you have some making wave stuff, but I mean, call it making waves, call it go green, call it cannabis news. It's just not when cannabis goes bad. But High Times announces Hemp Cup 21, the People's Choice Awards, going down March 1st 
through the 5th for submissions. March 12th, the judge kits are available. Sign up now as High Times announced this. Now, this is kind of big, you guys, in the aspect of CBD is making a big, big splash in this. Hemp-derived CBD brands can participate in the competition with an entry fee of $500 per entry. Competitors that submit three to four entries will get one extra entry for free. Five to seven entries will get two more free. Eight to 11 entries will get three free entries. And entrants with 12 or more paid entries will be rewarded the five extra free entries. So it's crazy because bottom line, when I really think of the High Times Cup Award, I think of THC, right? But with these, they're sending these judge kits and this and that. I don't know how they're going to, I mean, not, I don't know how you can't legally mail out cannabis facts, no, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, unless they're going to be hand delivering or you have to come and pick up, which I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be more of a CBD thing, which I've read has been more CBD products, which personally I like, they're going to do CBD products in eight different categories, including hemp flour, pre-rolls, concentrate vape pens edibles tinksters capsules topicals and pet products so you know, I, you know i think they're gonna do joe is is i mean i would imagine that they're gonna have all the judges there and then all the people voting or or you know something i mean i'm 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 assuming that some of the folks will be there, right? I mean, it's just going to be a, a tight niche, you know, not not so many people like as far as open. Well, it's saying every- it's going to be a nationwide affair, right? Allowing consumers the chance to sample CBD products from brands across the United States. Judges kits are slated to be assembled and distributed to consumer judges in March of, of next year. And the results of the competition revealed in May. So people will start being able to try these products in March, revealing the winners in May. From what I'm reading and what I'm seeing, it's more CBD products that they're leaning to. And because of the time of the times for high time, like the play on words there, they can't get the THC stuff. So they're capitalizing on all this CBD product, which let's just face it, the CBD flower, as we talked about on a previous podcast, Mark, they're looking to figure out how to regulate it more and and how to distinguish what is what, because it is looking so good. That hemp CBD flower is looking and smelling like more like damn near all, regular THC. This is going to be a, a virtual. It's planned as a virtual event. Well, their virtual kits that they're sending out with the branded, you know, of course, uh, high times, this and that. But they did not say when the actual event. They said the results will be revealed in May. Not saying how yet, but you know, the judging kits are going to be distributed in March. So. Well, when the when the events were were out there and we were going, we kind of knew how the judging used to go, right? <laughs> I mean, so it's going to well, be. Didn't you guys judge one time? It, we were a judge. Yeah, we we did, did we did we did judging. We did, did West judging. did West Coast Cure win that one? No, they <laughs> West Coast Cure stopped uh, doing that shit long ago. You know, they stopped doing it after they won in Amsterdam, and then you know things started to change within those events and how the biggest booth seemed to always win. Well, know. you know, it, it, it was funny. I, I remember watching that and I, 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 I think that, you know, it was kind of like your biggest sponsor became the biggest, uh, 
the biggest wins. And, and, and it was weird because I think the people started noticing that and, and not to take anything from those guys that did win because they certainly probably had some fantastic flowers, some fantastic products some extracts and things of that nature. And there was some small guys that won during those events as well. So it wasn't, you know, I wouldn't say all rigged, but there was definitely some kind of a, you know, kudos, kudos and politics that was going on, but, you know, high times is such a stamp and a, a pillar in our community for cannabis that you still got to take your hat off and you got to you got to wave at the best men that for being out there. They've been out the longest. I think they've been around since the 70s or something like that, 60s or 70s. They've been around forever. And, you know, who who else is, has that kind of a, a, a history in cannabis? I mean, you know, they're, they're it's high times, you know. And like I said, it's hemp-derived CBD brands can participate in the competition with an entry fee of $500 per entry. I mean, flower uh, pre-roll entries require 228 samples of one or two grams each to be submitted. So it's going to be interesting to see how they're, you know, are they going to take this for a while? But personally, I like this. I like the fact that they're going hard on the CBD, which, you know, hopefully these people that are, doing this as you guys have alluded to in the past it's not going to matter how big your display is it's not going to matter how much you did if people are getting these judge kits and they start taking it and feel like mm, this cbd flower tastes amazing makes me really relaxed at night makes me feel this and that they'll be able to say that because they're not going to have that influence right in front of them or at that event so i kind of like where this is going to be honest with you sure Sure. Yeah. It gets more, gets, gets it out there more and maybe open it, open people's eyes up a little more to uh, all the benefits and, you know, with the big name behind it like that. Uh, I, I agree with you, Joe. It's a good thing. It's a good and thing. all products must have proof of lab results confirming the entry is hemp derived and under 0.03 Delta nine THC further details will be provided upon the entry confirmation Samples will be accepted from competitors by high times in Los Angeles between March 1st and March 5th. So if you're out there and you're a CBD brand and uh, we have several that we mess with, to be yeah. honest with you, as we say this, and I know blue, you're a part of that uh, interview with us with um, eating hemp. Yeah. I would love to see how eating hemp competes against cats like this, because I really liked everything that eating hemp was doing from the ground up out of New York. Again, I, I think that Eaton Hemp is a is a pioneer company for for the East Coast. You know, it's one of those companies that you know is going to be here for a long time, uh, providing quality product. It's not a fly by night company. These guys have a legitimate. Uh, a backbone to stand on. They help write the legislation for New York. They're constantly in the in the industry. They have farms that they're working with. They're 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 creating new products, so they're very innovative. Um, this is something that you know a lot of these companies don't do, and and these guys have actually again brought the East Coast on the map. And uh, in our building the hemp, the hemp world, I mean, the hemp world is, is, is aside from just the, the flower that we smoke and that we utilize for concentrates, the hemp world is, is I mean, questionably going to be bigger, you know, because there's rope, there's, there's clothing, there's paper. Hands down, not even questionably. It's, yeah. it's hands down will be bigger. Hands yeah. down. And, and I, the byproducts from it all, you know, are, are ridiculous. So, and, and so the, the, the market's going to expand. And I just see that, you know, a lot of people have been diving into, you know, cannabis or just the flower, the extracts, the edibles, 
Um, but uh, you know, the people that are st stepping into that hemp game, it's a big, big, you know, industry and it's going to continue to be, be big and eating hemp's one of those guys that I feel is going to, going to stick around for, for a long time. Now. Yeah. I hope they get involved in this because I, I'm curious to see how they evolve uh, question to you both real quick, kind of out of left field, as I was hearing you talk and it made me think of this blue from a conversation last night with my mother-in-law. Um, my mother-in-law lives in Kansas, right? We all know that Kansas is not one of the green friendly states, right? So they did not approve for medical or anything else. But, and, and I think I'm going to answer this myself by saying, but CBD is federally legal across the board, but CBD is still with, as we just read, has the hemp in it. So my point is, is it because CBD is legal everywhere that they're able to sell CBD in Wichita without the state being green like that and passing those votes? Mark, Blue, thoughts? Because my mother-in-law said she sees CBD stores in Wichita which made me think, wait a minute, Kansas was one of those states that didn't approve it for medical or for medicinal, but is that only for THC greater than 0 0.03? Let, let, me, let me address something real quick because a lot of people don't know this, but hemp grows wild in, 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 uh, out there. Yeah. I mean, literally, grows my wife, my mother-in-law's growing it out of her hair right now. It's so crazy. And her yeah. <laughs> Actually, and there she is. She's on yeah. the show. Welcome Check to the her show. Out. Well, Hello, everybody. <laughs> this is me, Arlene. Hi, Arlene. No, so um, it, it you know it, it grows it grows wild out there on the side of the road. It, it, you know, and and I want to share that that you know it, it is legal in all the states to to probably sell it because it's not but but to the point zero three it. we could sell it in all 50 states correct to sell it you know but to grow it and to to possess it it might not be so you know a lot of times people don't understand that you know something can be legal or illegal to sell but or or to have on you but it's not illegal to consume it. Yeah, so know? they could sell it though, Bright Mark, because of the 0 0.03 factor yeah. under that. Less than 0.3% THC, that's the, that's the tipping point. Can you so step to the mic or get on your ladder and get a little closer? Because I don't know if you're too short for the mic. Shit, your face. I don't know what happened, but you sound like you're like in the office next door. Okay. How's that? A lot better. Thank you. I think your notes, you're not reading you know, again. So, I know. <laughs> I, I, I want to dive into something. I want to dive into something, you know. Yeah. There's, 12, there's 12 companies and events that, that you need to know about, right? Well, Blue, before we do that, let's take a break and come back real quick with that. You got it. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. 
And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women. Like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean... It's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. I am live in the mix with my two compadres, Joe Grande and Mark Wasserman. And, and yeah. sorry to cut you off, too, but I knew you were going to go on a rant with something because I felt your oh, vibe. So rant it. I didn't Rap want it. you to just rant without uh, you know, us capitalizing. Wrap it. Well, you know, let's just put it down in a bow and, and call it a, 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 a mid-January uh, present. <laughs> so listen, there's 12, there's 12 companies that you should know about uh, that, that throw live events, right? And in 2000, in, no, in 2019, right? Okay, yeah. And in 2019, I want to talk about these events and I kind of want to think, you know, about where your guys' thoughts are. You know, are they coming back this year? Will they ever come back or, you know, will they ever make it? Because, you know, it's unfortunate. We have all these live companies and these live events that we know about because we've been booked at them and other people know about them because they're popular events. But are they coming back, guys? So here's the big question. Dope cup are you guys familiar with the dope cup the dope cup was uh, a company from i think dope magazine actually launched off the dope that was cup. the homie right yeah absolutely and and the dope cup was a big event and it was a 420 friendly event um you know where you had vendors music performers you know cannabis uh uh you know entrepreneurs Tran, david Tran. yeah david, david tran Tran's put that together now david doesn't own uh dope anymore i believe uh high times bought uh, dope out but but you know there's hardcore stoners at these events to you know the people that are trying to novice you know that are trying to learn about it is the dope cup coming back and then we'll go into some of these other ones but i mean dope cup was a pretty big event what do you guys think i think they'll all make their stab at it mark i mean can't you see somebody saying okay especially if it was a successful name and, and it was in a good area say that was in I don't know. Pick well, California, Colorado, Oregon, and Washington, they had the dope cup. They mm-hmm. physically went to Colorado, Colorado, Oregon, and Washington. And I mean, I think we were at the California and the Washington one. I think we, you know, we were invited to go to Oregon and Colorado, but we didn't make it. But I mean, you know, is that, is that dope cup coming back in your guys' opinion? Well, if, 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 if uh, high time swallowed it up, 
I don't think it's going to be coming back. I think High Times is going to want to put all their concentration, just as Joe was talking about this uh, hemp, the hemp, uh, the hemp event that they're doing and moving into the hemp CBD. I don't know. Uh, I, 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 that makes me feel like we're not going to see the dope cup. What do you think, Joe? Well, and not only that, as I, as you say, what I said and what I read, you know, I, I don't know why I was even thinking THC because it's the first nationwide High Times Hemp Cup. People's right. Choice Edition coming in 2021. So I'm a bozo for previously stating why not THC. They're not going to do that when it clearly states hemp cup. And I'm just so used to my eyes and brain thinking high times hemp cup, thinking THC when it clearly states hemp cup. So uh, my apologies to my earlier dialogue that was alluding to, I, I don't know how they're going to do this when it's clearly how they're going to do it because it's all hemp. So that being said, oh, yeah. Mark, you're right. I think with high times swallowing it up, actually... I don't think you are right. I think um, High Times might actually let these other ones breathe a little bit because if, you know, Dope Cup had some legs and David, you know, he, he had a good following. That, that, that whole little feel, that, that vibe was good. Why not capitalize on doing more events? There's the counter of what you're thinking is High Times swallowed them up. No, we're going to just crush it. I, get I think it. they'll like still do it. UFC, but I, I feel like they'll do it. UFC is a motto of, of looking at what you're expressing, though, Mark, how the UFC's bought other, you know, fighting companies and they just kind of push them under and they don't let them have big events and they take right, out that they buy fighters. them out to get rid of them. Yeah, they take out the big fighters and they put all the big fighters in UFC. So and I that, don't know, you know, for me, you know, we 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 go back. We go way back with Tran and when he was creating dope and when it was first started and I, I think with him gone I, I don't know i think there's going to be something lacking that guy's a creative marketing genius when it comes to all these events and the things that he's touched and had his name on I, well I, he's a multi-millionaire now probably and he's moved on he's got something else going on i saw something on linkedin i'll have to go back and look but he, he's got his hands into something else but i i i don't think we'll see dope i don't think we'll see it so there's another one in Michigan that was called the hash bash. Now this wasn't, you know, something that I, you know, you know, knew about, but it, apparently it was uh, incepted in 1971 wow. inception, you know, which is means it's been around for a long time. Uh, the legalization in, in Michigan growing um, and adult use uh, becoming legal in 2018, you know, they, they relaunched the, the, the hash bash in April and uh, began, you know, some, some new, you know, groundwork and started working it. And here again, they come out in 2018 and then Booyah, you know, uh, 2019, you know, probably we're getting ready to launch another one and then stops again in its track in 2020. Now that's a company that I, I, I didn't even, wasn't even aware of, but you know, they, they support advocacy, cannabis, uh, you know, um, conceptions, uh, vendors, music performers, 420 friendly and, and award ceremonies. So they do pretty much the same thing as a lot of these guys. But, you know, I, I, I did never really heard of it, but I think some of these smaller companies like Hash Bash and I'm going to kind of kind of flip through some of them. Um, National Cannabis Festival, which is out of Washington, D.C., um, the Cultivation uh, Classic, which is out of Portland, Oregon, um, the High Times Cannabis Cup, you know, I'm going to stop there for a second because, you know, obviously the cannabis cup is coming back, but it's the hemp cup. Right. So for right. But I, I, I can almost guarantee the, the, the high times cannabis cup is going to come back. Um, one that oh, hands down, hands down yeah, for that one. 
yeah, they're they're not going anywhere. Again, it's like one of those companies that I think is too big. They're not gonna, they're not, they're affected by uh, this whole COVID thing, but I, they're not gonna stop. Uh, Mile High 420 Festival. Now that's a big festival, um, you know, out of Colorado. As you get the Mile High, um, and again, you know, this is, you know, something that's a 21 older event, but they didn't throw an event in 2019. You know, which was kind of weird because they, they've usually had them, but they had people like Little Wayne show up uh, previously, Little John. Uh, they've had, you know, ma- massive amounts of artists show up to their events and they really put on a, a, a full spectrum show. And a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people come from all over the world to show up to this. I mean, I remember Dab and Granny was getting booked or the, the Pop Brothers at Law. There's, I mean, you got all your social media influencers that are in this that end up getting it. I love how um, you just mentioned the two oldest probably influencers that are out there you know, <laughs> and crankiest. Oh, I didn't say Craig. I said the <coughs> brothers at law, not, oh, Craig true. Brother, Marks, not the Marks Craig brother not. at law. Um, you know, the Boston freedom rally uh, is, is a pretty big event. Hemp fest uh, is pretty big as well. Sensi nights is, is for the magazine. Sensi magazine, MJ BizCon. Now we all know about MJ BizCon, a massive event. And, you know, a lot of people think it's just in Vegas, but no, MJ BizCon is in Las Vegas, New Orleans, Toronto, Europe, Denmark, in London. Denmark. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Copenhagen, they're, they're in a lot of different places. And this is a more of a conference vendor education, business to business networking. So for this, this company, HempCon, there's 27,000 attendees. Wow. Now, if you don't think that they're hurting from that, I mean, this is their bread and butter. You know, you've got a company like, you know, uh, MJ BizCon that has 27,000 people showing up to to be there that are all I, I'm not say all 80 percent of them are more mainly business to business, you know. They're they're 80% of them are are you know business to business and and you don't get a lot of the 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 stoner friendly guys there. You get more of the entrepreneurs, the the people that have made the business industry that have these massive booths, and they're putting on this uh, MJ BizCon. And I heard I just heard they did an online series. What do you think about the online segment of MJ BizCon? I didn't even catch wind of it until I think the. The, like two days before it was happening. Hey, are you going to be attending MJ BizCon's, you know, um, you know, virtual, you know, deal? But I mean, is that something that 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 is coming back? Is MJ BizCon going to be back? Are they going to throw conventions again? I think so. Absolutely. Everything's going to come back once, you know, once it all opens up, it's, it's all going to come back. The question's going to be, well, I shouldn't say all because, quite you know some of them are going to be out of business you know right there's there's businesses that are not going to recover from a year of pretty much not being able to operate so i I, it's going to be interesting to see which which of the bigger players are able to you know some of them we saw a lot of a lot of them transform to virtual events like canacon and uh weedcon you know they 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 transferred to virtual events that uh, what I understand did okay, but nothing can replace being there in person. And as much as uh, I'd like all of them to be back, I do think MJ Biz- BizCon will will be back. I think they'll be able to muster it up and manage through it. 
I, I actually agree with you, Mark. And the difference about MJ BizCon and a lot of these other ones, you get to actually go there and see these big factories. I remember when we were there the last time, we met some cats from Colorado that make these big machines, and they had their big machines displayed there out on you know the the floor. Where if you're coming from somewhere else and you want to buy a machine from Colorado, now you don't have to fly to Colorado. Right. You can see twenty of these people in Vegas are in Denmark or wherever you go to the Cash event at because it's a central spot for the cannabis industry to go to to look at product that you may want to buy for your whatever it is you're making sure porch blowing whatever it is right so i truly believe that this will sustain and last the hard part that i think of though is are these companies structured to sustain and go meaning what if they had a huge overhead what if they had a big building that they're paying for of course they did. I mean, for all last not? year, and then they went under. How so my point not? is, I don't think MJ Bizcon is that company that went under because they're still out there sending out stuff. Well, but, wanna, you know, I want to share. A lot of these companies can't hang. I want to share to you guys how naive people are, and the reason I say that is, is it's it, it didn't dawn on me until until you know just the other day. I mean, someone comes up to me and they go, you know, I oh, mean, you know, I I, I and, and it was kind of like a, a, a blow. And I was like, dude, what country are you in like right now? But what world are you, what planet are you on? But he, he got, comes in and, and he was here and then he left. And then he got to, he gets on the phone with me and I'm, I'm literally in the drive-thru. I was thinking I was talking to you, Joe, and then you and I hung up and this guy, he gets on and he goes, Hey man, you know, there's so many things that I, I, I feel like you guys are just missing and, and, and don't have and don't do. And, and I'm like, okay, well, what is it? And he goes, well, you know, like, why aren't you doing, you know, you, live remotes at dispensaries right now and and why aren't you guys you know you know doing these events and and what's going on and and i'm like you know listening to him and and he had so much to say of all the things that we you know we all obviously do every year and i was just like dude are you not like here on the same planet with us like do you not realize that you know you know covid has stopped all that and he's like no but you guys could be out doing events i could book you for this you know this dispensary right now and i'm like well then book it player take a percent let's go no but i no but we, like, we we need the extra covid fee you know we have no, a, but, we're going to go but out. what i what i explained to him as i said listen <laughs> we have a responsibility like no we have a responsibility you guys we know why we're not doing these events exactly. we have a responsibility right. to want our listeners to our fans and to other people to not throw an event. Just like when we were talking about throwing a New Year's party, Cannabis Talk 101 event, we were like, yeah, we're going to throw a, a, a bash and go out and have a lot of fun, support and give back to our community. But but it was like, but wait a second, if one person gets sick there and spreads that, hey, I went to Cannabis Talk 101 event and I got sick and I think it was Mark Walshman from the Pot Brothers that got me sick. You know, he's on me. Yeah, all of a sudden now, you know, we're getting slammed in, in, in the in the media. We're getting pushed around. We're possibly losing deals. I mean, who, who wants to deal with that? So it, it's not that we can't do these events. It's not that we can't go out and do them. We can. We certainly can do backyard boogies. We could do, you know, uh, events. We can go to festivals and, and that are still still kind of going on, but not as big as they were. And but it's the responsibility that you carry being in our position that we have to kind of slow down and go, wait a minute, we can't go out and do these events. We can't go push an event really hard right now because again, safety is, is, is always the number one. And if we, we go out and do that and we find that somebody gets sick and we're promoting this event, next thing you know, 
we're in the press getting slammed again saying, hey, you know, these guys were, were, you know, negligent and out there just, you know, getting people sick. You know what I mean? It's not worth it for your image. And I think that's why a lot of these events aren't still just moving forward. I mean, even Florida right now has been contacting us. Texas is contacting us saying, hey, hotels are open. I ain't going to Florida. Hell no. We have event space open. Come throw an event. Let's do something. Guess what? If we decide to do something like that at this time right now with the rise of, of what's going on, it's like slapping the world in the face, dude. It's not. It, it, and, and if and God willing, nothing would happen. And for those that are doing it, all the best to you. No, for those that are doing it, you're idiots and stop because you're making yeah. it worse for it's all funny of us. You guys say that because I'm watching the news last night. It I, forget, around. I forget who it is, but somebody was out. They're talking about him caroling with no mask on in the valley in L.A. and one of these big actor guys or whatever, and just going out there and being ignorant to the fact of, you know, I, I can feel like, oh, it's COVID. I don't need to wear it. No, if you go out in public and you're in a public area where there's a lot of people gathering, you need to put on a fucking mask, guys. Yeah. It's not well, enough. Like, or, or don't go. Don't and go. if you don't, and if you want to be there and you choose to and you're not in a mask, that's fine. But it, it, let it be at a home. And you're, you're behind closed doors with your personal people. But when you're out and about like that, you have a due diligence to this country and to fellow mankind, in my opinion, as well. You well, know, if, if you don't want to be out, don't be out. But if you are in your gathering in a public place, like sure. you're referring to, Blue. Sure. You sure. got to mask up. And we're, we're in the but all even together. If, of, but you got to remember, you got to remember your mask. That's that's it's still not 100 percent like a condom. No, like a condom mask isn't 100 right those? now the best thing to do is to stay not go <laughs> not go to these things you know what i'm seeing i'm hearing actually from people that i know uh who uh you know oh it's it's not that bad it's it's even a hoax and well guess what they got it they got touched and now you know so it's 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 taking that for the people who don't believe it for them to finally get hit by it for them to realize, oh shit, I wish. And then you, I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have done this. I shouldn't have been so well, stupid. It, it, look, here, I'm one of those guys, right? Like I, I, I've always felt like, you know, if you're gonna get sick, you know, it's God was meant to get sick. If you're gonna die, you're gonna die. If you're gonna make it through, you're gonna make it through it, right? I, I still kind of believe that. But I, I'll tell you what, I don't believe is that if I walk into a room and there's 15 people there. And and I ha and and I don't want to wear a mask because of my ego, because I care about what they think. I care about what they feel. I care about how they feel. I'm concerned that if I'm sick or if they're sick, I might still get sick. I'm not, you know, completely oblivious to it and going, oh well, you know, I don't care what you think, and I'm not going to wear a mask. And you know, going back to what you said, Joe, the poor athlete that was out there or the celebrity that was out there, he thought he was Christmas caroling and doing a great job, and here he is getting slammed and hammered for you know Christmas caroling and it doesn't have a mask. Well, you're right, he should have had a freaking mask on. No, I think but he did it twice. I think he was doing it to make the point of fuck the masks. Oh, he was actually going. Yeah, yeah he was going. Yeah. He was on the other side. He wasn't just like trying to do something nice and let me go spread cheer. He was. I got a um, question. I got a question for you guys. Um, you know, Joe Biden has said once he takes office, he's going to ask the United States citizens to mask up for 100 days. How? What kind of percentage? Use not a mandate. He's just asking. And recommending it. I mean, what what kind of percentage, Joe? Let's start with you. Do you think we're going to see in America? 
I think it's going to be the exact same. Those right now who don't agree with it are doing exactly what I just said, like the actor guy, or let's just face it, a lot of the Trump supporters that are out there that are, this is a hoax, this is bullshit. They're going to still feel the same way. I don't think it's going to reflect uh, a more number to say it's gone now from 75 to 90% people wearing masks when they go out. I think more people will be potentially aware of it because it'll be the president of the United States sending out a request, but I do not believe it'll be more people. I believe the people that are actively being proactive and non-spreading the virus are going to be the same ones that do it when it's when he's asked. By you, Blue. You know what? When we come back, I'll give you my statement on that, Mark. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women, like, especially when it comes to black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Mark and Craig, the Pop Brothers at Law with Blue and Joe Grande. And I want to give a very special thanks to Pitt, Peanut, and Elvis and Jennifer for always taking care of the technical aspects of this show. Now, getting back to it, Blue, we were just talking about it. What do you think about the... Uh, future president, once he takes office January 20th, Biden saying that he's going to ask the country to mask up. You know, 
I, I, I'll be honest. I, I don't think the president's even going to uh, take office. I think Trump's still going to. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? For I looked up right now like, what the? Does he really believe that? As some people truly do. You, you know what? You know, here, here's my thought on it, guys. Um, you know, I would say that there is going to be a massive blowback just because of the politics involved, not even because whether or not it, it has to do with the mass, which is unfortunate, right? You know, like, like you know, we all know that that I was, you know, pro-Trump pro and, and, you know, not, not um, you know, getting too much into the politics. I was just pro-Trump for what he's done for the the finances of the company not teach his own it's i love that that, that you were and stayed that way personally yeah no we could all agree to disagree it's good and and i'm I'm he's uh he's put the country in ruins yeah and i'm a big fan (laughs) and and i'm a big fan of ruining the country no (laughs) no i'm I'm a big fan of 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 biden uh you know winning and and taking office and and i'm not one of those sore losers it's like oh my god and and or over the top mr trumpy um i but i am sitting here going you know I, I support our president. So, when, you know, when he gets in office, I'm, I'm going to support Biden, you know, and and that's just because, you know, I believe that we need to support whatever president is in office at all times uh, as a country. Um, you know, even if they make the wrong decisions, we need to stand behind it because we put them in office. That's our fault for putting them in office. And if we don't, then I think it shows weakness to the rest of the countries. So going into the question, though, of, you know, if Biden asks everybody to put his mask on for 100 days, I'll put my mask on for 100 days. I have no problem with it. But I think, again, it's going to be a political nightmare. I think that all the uh, Trump supporters are going to say, screw you. This is, you know. And I think they're going to go the opposite, which is going to create more illnesses, more sicknesses. It's going to it's going to the numbers are going to skyrocket. And I think the numbers are already going to skyrocket. I think we haven't even seen the the end of this at all. And even with the vaccines rolling out, I don't think that it's going to be, hey, it's over, guys. No, you know, no, I, I don't. I think there's new strains of it being, you know, you know, constantly coming out. And I think that there's going to be a rude awakening for the country and not until not until people are affected themselves or their loved ones, do they actually wake up? And I'll, I'll give you the example. You know, uh, I heard about my buddy being in the hospital. I know he was sick. He was very ill, um, younger guy. And this thing has no rhyme or reason that this is what scares me about this COVID is that it doesn't have a rhyme or reason. It's not like, oh, gosh, you're old. You're going to die. It's like, no, it's taking out young people that are healthy. It's taking out people that are, you know, that are dying and older. It's forcing people into retirement. It's creating people to be afraid of their house. It's creating health problems, meaning mental health is at an all time high. Why? Because people are at home stressed out. I think people are binge drinking. I think people are at home using, you know, drugs. I think this is creating a lot of mental issues because you start to panic. I mean, I've got a friend of mine that won't leave his freaking house and he hasn't left his house this whole entire time. And Fortunately, he, he has enough capital to stay home, but there's plenty of people that don't have that, that have to go out, that are still freaking out. So would I wear a mask? Absolutely. I, st- I still believe the mask is something that, you know, you have to be able to to support for those who are in fear. I don't personally want to live in fear myself. So I don't want to sit here and wear a mask every day in all the places that I you know need to. But I do because I want to respect my fellow Americans. You know, that that's for me is, is most important. If I walk into a room 
and there's you know there's people in there i put my mask up my mask up because i respect them um not because i think i i need to wear it everywhere you know i i don't think that it's uh you know, it, it, I don't think I think a condom works better than the mask does. <laughs> that might be so. But you know what? I want to get into a little bit of news that we uh, weren't able to get into uh, the past couple shows. Something real big that I, I don't think we've actually touched on. It happened last <gasps> month. My condom. Oh. The, your, your condom broke. You you have another kid on the way. All right. The, the United Nations reclassified cannabis as a less dangerous drug. That's huge. So, Yes, very. And uh, this happened, uh, you know, towards the end of December, the United Nations Commission voted to remove cannabis for medical use from a list of the most risky narcotics, such as heroin. So a United Nations Commission last month uh, voted to remove cannabis for medicinal purposes from a category of the world's most dangerous drugs, a highly anticipated and long delayed decision that could clear the way for an expansion of massive cannabis research and medical use. So the vote by the Commission for Narcotic Drugs, which is based in Vienna and includes 53 member states, considered a series of recommendations from the World Health Organization on classifying cannabis and its derivatives, but attention centered on a key recommendation to remove cannabis from the Schedule Four of the 1961 Single Convention on Narcotic Drugs, where it was listed alongside dangerous and highly addictive, addictive opiates like heroin. So look at this, guys. We're moving, we're moving into the future as a, as, uh, for the United Nations. California, the rest of the United States, as far as I'm concerned, we're lagging behind. You've got the well, world. it's still going in the right direction, Mark. Lagging a little bit, but it's still going somewhere. It's not as a stagnant. It's not not getting legal. There's only three states, for God's sakes, and we just but had a federal, vote federal, federal. But I mean, federal. it's still going in the right direction. Don't say it's not. It's not going as fast as we'd like. Well, it's it's going in that direction, but the the, the United Nations, the rest of the world, just said it's not. Why didn't we do it the day after that? What's the excuse? I mean, well, I can't expect that when we have an administration and, and, and a Congress and Senate that can't even give its citizens money. They have to, to what do you mean? They, gave, they were giving months. us $600 and then, you know, Blue's buddy said that's not enough. Go back to the drawing board, which was very nice of him well, as give us leaving office to, to finally address the nation in a way of uh, helping out the poll. But, uh, you know, bottom line, in my opinion, I agree with you, but I still look at it as we're going in the right direction. And I do wish that it would have happened an hour after they made that <laughs> suggestion, but you know, it's going and this vote in Georgia that happened, obviously we're recording this and, and the vote already happened. So we don't know exactly what direction it went, but you know, once again, it goes back to make sure you go out and vote. You know, I'll, I'll tell you that this is it, man. You know, the, the world has made its stance on cannabis. Oh Yeah. It has made a stance. We we have our it, it, at this point. It doesn't even matter. I mean, yes, it, it you know you're going to catch people that are going to go and still catch cases and whatnot. And but I think the big question for for all and and I I would be very conscious if you own a a, a retail um, 
dispensary or a retail storefront that's in cannabis, what happens when it does go federal? Does that mean Costco carries it and it's sold in every smoke shop and every liquor store across the country? Great point, Blue. Oh, hell yeah. Great point. That's where you, it's going. Do you, you know what I mean? But and then if that it, hurts all these dispensaries that spent every dime that they had to, you know, go there and all these people that got a dispensary because they went to jail. That's a very, very good point, Blue. Well, hey, it's it's already hurting people who went to jail who can't get into this industry because of the way they're freaking doing it. We just, uh, the, the city of Lindsay and a couple other cities, like the one like Stanton and Fullerton, they have in their in their application system, part of it is, do you run already run a licensed storefront somewhere? Because if you do, you're going to get put ahead of people who didn't. Right. And that's just another lame component that's going to keep people out. Like, like sorry, so that's already happening. People are already are all already squeezed out because of the way it's done. And you know, but uh, uh, from the world point of view, from a national point of view. So, so you local, think you think that liquor stores smoke shops and and convenience stores um are going to sell cannabis here in the future yeah I, eventually yes i mean eventually you, it's gonna be everywhere you're gonna go into 7-elevens you're gonna get you're gonna be able to get your crap and you're gonna be able to get your high-end uh you know uh specially made crafted boutique uh stuff just like the high-end liquor you know and my 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 hope <coughs> my, my my strong belief is that in, in 10, 15 years, alcohol, the alcohol companies are going to start going bankrupt. Well, I, I believe that. And, and, and that will never happen, you guys. You mean go I, bankrupt? I don't know what you're drinking and smoking, but oh, not, you, I, never, I, never. I thought he was, I, I thought he never said they were never. Gonna, <coughs> I thought you meant they were going to get in the in the industry. No, no, no. no I, I don't think they're going to. Oh, I, I think the use is going to go down, but it's not going to go out. You know what I mean? It's It'll too, good, never it's, go it's too good of a cocktail, brother. Yeah. Literally, I, I, I've got I've got uh, a little quiz here now, Joe, you might have an inside track, so maybe keep your mouth shut. I, but blue, if I say airplane, alfalfa, aloe vera, what do you think I'm referring to? Airplane, alfalfa and aloe vera. Aloe vera. Aloe vera. Aloe vera. A what mass- do you think I'm referring to a lube. I get it. I know. I know. Well, you only know because you you know you do. But uh, uh, okay, Joe, go ahead. Since you know, what am I referring to? Which is crazy, Blue. But these are slang terms for cannabis. <laughs> these are slang names for cannabis or hashish. Uh, and there's there's just you know some of them we we know, but uh, astroturf. Baby, babysitter, bag of bones, bomba, bombalacha, biggery, black bark, black gunion. I mean, bl- there's so many on this list that I would have no idea. Mark, is bad Mike on that list? Because that's all I keep hearing from you. <laughs> you know, oh, wait, funny? that's this, what I'm hearing. This, Never mind. This is just the mic. I'm not. Oh, that's the you. mic. Sorry. <laughs> I just say things like, uh, let's just, hey, let me, uh, I'll be like, hey, let's link up and compare notes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's link up and compare notes today. You guys can compare some notes. <laughs> there's there's even a separate list of slang names for cannabis identified specifically by the DEA. And let's see, you want some of those words? Of Alf- course. 
Alfombra, All-Star, Almohada, Arizona Ashes, AZ, Barbara Jean, Beretta, Bash, Biggie, Black Mariah, Black Kush, Blue Kush, Blue Jeans, Diz, Escobar, Galino, Gato, Green Paint, Tweed, Tim's, Tiggity, Smoochie, Woochie, Poochie, <laughs> Smoochie, Woochie, Poochie, Platinum Jack, oh boy, I could go on and on, they're, they're, they're loud, we know that one, loud, oh, that made good. the DEA list, Young Girls, ooh, Joe, that's one for you, oh, I don't like them that young, dog, you know what I mean, I like them with lime. <laughs> like so, them with that that's uh, just uh, many of the slang terms that exist, uh, which I hate for the beautiful word cannabis or marijuana. No, that's no good. That's stigmatized. What that's what Anslinger did in the beginning. He changed it to just what you said, marijuana, to make it so. Hey, it's the minorities. It's the Latinos. It's they're using it. They're bringing it in. That was uh, the Anslinger movement, so help to uh, further stigmatize it, demonize it, make it look bad. Let's just call it cannabis, guys. Well, you know, all the white guys I know just called it dope, so it didn't well, hey, matter. I, hey, Blue, right? you created this show. Why didn't you call it Marijuana 101? You know, I'll tell you why. Please. Because there is a stigma behind it and I'm very familiar with it. And, and when, when, when starting this show again, we, we wanted to come with education, motivation, entrepreneurship, you know, leadership instead of just, you know, Hey, marijuana fun zone, you know what I mean? Cause it, the cannabis, and it can go so many ways. I mean, don't get me wrong. The fun side of me always wanted to come out and, and have fun with cannabis and smoke weed in front of the camera and make, and make jokes and entertain you know, because entertainment to me is what we do. But on the other side of it, there was such a void that needed to be filled in the cannabis space of people that weren't giving out good information. And so the information that was out there and still is out there by the masses is is more of a of, you know, let's make fun of it. Let's smoke a lot of weed. Let's take a bonk talk. Let's hot box a room. Let's, you know, and, with, and there's nothing wrong with that. I love the entertainment. I love the, the message. Um, but at the same time, there's just not enough people out there that are giving good facts. You know, they're talking about what what events are happening. They're talking about, you know, solid companies like Eaton Hemp out of New York. There's not there's not enough of that. And so I just thought, let's just come in and be the best we can and grab the best attorneys we can grab the best Joe Grande we can. Uh, and let's put together this amazing show, which uh, I feel pretty good about that we've uh are accomplishing our goals on that. Well, I agree a hundred percent with you. And I, I, I have a challenge for uh, the two of you and probably going to be the hardest for my brother. As we go into this new year, maybe a new year's resolution that, you know, let's all use that word cannabis. <laughs> you know, I've said this before, you know, when I do my stories and I go through these headlines, it's always marijuana, this weed, that, but I change it. I change the word to cannabis. And uh, I think we should all use that word to help spread the message that you know it is the word that originated back in the 1800s before when it was completely legal and let's uh call it cannabis there was, well you, you know, know what i'm gonna go get some weed and give it out <laughs> <cannabis>. yeah. <laughs> i got some marijuana if you guys want to smoke <laughs> no Anybody guys some dope hit me up 213 <laughs> yeah Listen up, guys. One last thing. If you want to give us a call and you want to give us your thoughts, it's 1-800-420-1980. We want to thank you guys for joining Cannabis Talk 101 right here 
in your car, your phone, your cell phone, your downloads, wherever you got your, your podcast, your bed, sleeping at home. And we want to thank you guys again for listening to us. It's Cannabis Talk 101. Remember this. If no one else loves you, we do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.